All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, buddies, let's go. Barn burner on a Tuesday here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. It's Boom, it's Pinder, and there he is at... Uh, somebody was saying it looked like you're uh, between two ferns. Do you have two ferns there, uh, Retster, or just, just the one? The Retster. I've got one one fake olive and uh, two... Uh, to, is yeah. that art? It's a, a weed a, plant. A, that'd be a paint. What that is. Yeah. So, hey, it doesn't matter wherever you are. If uh, if it's barn burner, we are coming to you from the Tower Chrysler Studios. Good to have everybody in today. We got a lot to get to. No uh, no messing around. Frank Saravalli, uh, Frank bombs already today. Frank, Frank bombs. Frank, just huge just stuff coming from Frank. We got a lot to get to. Um, and we'll start with the game from Madison Square Garden last night. And to kind of get us in. It's time mm. to welcome another new client to Barnburner. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Hearing Loss Clinic. Pardon me? Travis Rhodes, Hearing Loss Clinic. Uh, chances are, you know that there's, they got five locations uh, in British Columbia. They got four here in the city of Calgary. Yeah. And we met with Travis last week and he's like, boom, I know you have some, some issues with, with your hearing and that. You know, you don't have to just accept that. You don't have to live with that. It's if you, if you have uh, apparently if you have eye problems, you go and see somebody about your eyes. Get some if glasses. You some, if you yeah. got to go see the doctor, yeah. go and get yourself the comprehensive hearing tests. You don't just have to accept it. And in fact, 
there are some health risks connected to hearing loss if, like you, if it's that. untreated hearing loss. So Travis, I mean, he talked her ears off. Oh my God, it's like, okay, Travis, God Almighty, well, you can tell his hearing's working. At know? least you know, yeah. Can he hear himself? Well, we ours is of, working. Yeah. A lot of talking, a yeah. lot of talking. Um, but we're gonna uh, we welcome Travis and everybody in. We're gonna have some fun with Travis. I'm gonna go down and get my ears looked at. But here's what we're gonna do to get into the game from last night for the hearing loss clinic. A little thing we'll call "Listen Up." This is what took place last night at MSG. Zadorov gets back. Lafreniere the pass. Save Markstrom. Lafreniere scores. So there it is. That is listen up for the hearing loss clinic. Their Ooh, website, the stick hearing. Yeah, I heard that hearing on Twitter at the hearing loss and on Instagram at the hearing loss clinic. Welcome to the barn hearing loss clinic. Good to have you on board retro. We did the show last night, a little afterburner. Um, any, I, I guess I want to start with that play. Because you, you kind of felt, and now that we've seen it, you felt like Man Japan, and you can see him. He's starting to curl up to his left. He's going to try and break if if he can get the if they can get the puck. But Zadorov obviously doesn't get the puck. With some time to marinate on it, is it more of a Zadorov thing, or are you still uh, sour at Man Japan for how he plays this? Wow, I don't know. At the break, Z. Is he coming back hard? Is he coming back hard? And where is he headed? I mean, on, on one hand, leaving is maybe a good play because if Zadorov does get it to him, then they're away. But he's not busting his ass right now to get back. And Z, I don't know where he's he going. Falls that's asleep the, there. Yeah, right. But that's Manja, Manjapani's swing. Manjapani does the same thing Zadorov does. They swing away from the puck instead of going at the puck. Yeah, the problem is it's within the wingspan of Zadorov, and I think Manj reads that as he's got it. I'm flying the coop so I can get sprung. But Zadorov, for whatever reason, he doesn't hit the brakes right away. And look, look where he is when that rebound's loose. He's closer than anyone else on the ice by a mile. Well, I'm telling you, I, I understand what you're saying about Zadorov, and maybe I'm protecting the D. But Kadri, nor I just noticed Kadri is not busting his ass back, and he's, neither's Manjapani. Now, it very well might be a we're not going to bust back because two on one if the other they way. don't score, we should have a break. But two on one the other way. But if you're coming back hard the full time, one of the three should get that pot. Yeah. The Flames lose, by the way, at the uh, the tail of the tape there. One Five, goal four loss. In another one goal loss, another mm. overtime loss as they fall to what, three and seven in overtime. And the Rangers were no better. They were three and six coming in. They were both three and six coming into the. Uh, that's surprising. It yeah. kind of is. The Flames, stro- that's like hearing the Rangers' power play is not good. You're like, with Fox, with Zabinijad, with Panarin, it's not good, huh? I don't know that they deserve to win necessarily. Markstrom got them a point. He held them in. He was terrific last night. But again, you had a third period lead. 4 3. And I just don't know. They also erased three deficits. That was an unbelievable game. It was the first period was crazy. If you weren't a fan of either the Rangers or the Flames, you could have sat back and cracked a few beers and just said, This is awesome. Like, put it in my veins. Yeah, uh, I think everyone that's a Flames fan is going to be clouded by the result and feel sour. And, you know, officiating both ways 
it was a little dicey. I think Rangers fans would be upset at that goal off Majapani skate would stand. I think Tanev getting an extra two when he's coming to confront a player that just hit his player. And Truba's got to stick up and mitts off first. How in the world is that roughing? That's insanity. Um, so both fan bases would have that. But if you get out of that, that's just a great hockey game. Yeah. Outside of those two fan bases, it'll be wildly entertaining, physicality, back and forth, lead changes, extra time, great crowd. Like, what's, what's missing there? I was watching it after. I was playing catch-up. And the Flames go up four to three in the third. And I was watching it with my kid. And I said, it's kind of a joke that we've had for years going back to Red Deer in a, in a game where you've got the leads. OT is going to be great. <laughs> I said to him, I said, oh, OT is going to be great. And he yeah. says, oh, did you, did you look on the app? I'm like, no, I have no idea, but I just have to assume that they're yeah. going to blow this lead. And then sure as shit, about two minutes later, I'll, there it is. Yeah. And then off to overtime. Hey, let's bring uh, Frank Saravalli in. Frank's been sitting and, and listening to this. I know you were on, on Twitter last night. And specifically about the Caudry hit from Truba, which is, it's heavy about as hit. heavy a hit, open ice. You you said before, uh, about an hour ago, before we even got close, there might not be a better open ice hitter right now there than Jacob be. Truba. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a lost art. Reeves. Sorry, Retro? Yeah. Right? It's, oh, I just threw Reeves' names in the hat. Yeah, uh, when he catches guys, but just the ability to, to be in a spot to hit guys, that's, uh, I mean, it's just all the time yeah. with him, apparently. But he leveled. I mean, he got Dubé, but the hit on Kadri, and those Ooh. two were kind of going at each other. Kadri went down, the bucket comes off. I don't know if he clunked his head on the ice, but like it. he got rocked. And you were saying, is this not a, is he not going to go to the, to the quiet room? Are they not going to assess him at all? And they really didn't. Ooh. No, and, and look, um, just let me preface this by saying, first off, I absolutely love the hit. Like, it is a yeah. it's a barn burner of Oof. a hit. Like, that's everything you want in a hit. I love the physicality. It's clean as a whistle. There's nothing to dislike about it at all. Whiplash, unless you're though, Nazi Cat. Eh? Man. What that's, that, that was basically my point on Twitter was, like, Oof. first off, Naz Kadri isn't one of those guys that wears his chin strap super loose and like, oh, it's he's prone to the bucket flying off. Check out the rotational force on the hit. It's so significant that his bucket goes flying. Oof. I mean, to, to think that that type of hit, people were responding to me like, oh, you moron, it's a hit to the chest. Why would you examine him for a concussion? I'm like, where has everyone been for the last two decades? It's about whiplash. It's about rotational force. If that doesn't get you examined, we might as well just pack it in and pretend like there are no concussions like the league has been doing for the last couple decades. Uh, well, and, I look the one, and the one on Dubé was clean too. I didn't have of a problem course. with either one of them. And watch, the helmet goes flying. His head literally bounces off the ice. Like, I'm not saying there should be a penalty. There shouldn't. But if you have an independent concussion spotter, what are they watching when this happens? Because if they don't see a potential concussion there, I don't know where they're looking for them. Are they are they checking at the popcorn stand? This is like the greatest <laughs> classic example of he might have a head injury. His head bounced off the ice. It's crazy. Why even have these uh, And guys? again, not saying he does have a head injury, but to at least check him for the possibility of one is the entire point of the process. Yeah. Is there any better feeling retro than catching a guy like that? I'd have no idea, but I can only oh. assume as a defenseman when you've when you're you're sizing the guy up and you know you've got him. Well, it's it's when he comes right here. Oh, oh he's coming! He's gonna come across! Yay! Trolley tracks! <laughs> yes! Yeah. Is he gonna come? Yes! Yeah, man. 
You just that, don't. That was the 2023 clean version of Scott Stevens, Eric Lindros. Yeah. yeah. That's what that was. Frank, Frank. That was a 14 out of 10 on the Richter scale. Yeah. <laughs> Red, Red and I have talked about it, I guess, just because we both have kids in hockey and as, as do you. But we see some of these hits and they're so violent because probably if you, ha- if you take 10 times where Kadri comes in across and cuts to the middle, he's, he's not going to get hit at all, let alone like that. So the one time it does happen, even at the NHL level, they're not prepared for it. There's just, it's not as physical a game as it used to be. And I, I think as to your point, a parent and, and youth hockey coach, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, you ha- you make a living like let like let's boil this down to its most simplest form. You make a living where you have to carry the puck, and in order to effectively carry the puck, that means that occasionally you need to look down at the puck. Why should players be penalized or at least have the ability to have their brains jarred based on that? If that's how the game works. So again, I'm not advocating for anything. This is not me being a snowflake or soft or anything like that, whatever adjective you want to throw at me. I love the physicality. I'm old school in that sense. I just wonder if we need to think about it a little bit differently in terms of how we process the whole thing, that maybe he shouldn't have to be susceptible to that based on the fact that he's making a hockey play. We can move on. Now, you put a tweet out this morning, a Frank bomb, a Frank bomb, Frank bomb. bomb. And I got to admit, I saw NHLPA and I saw some stuff. I just glaze over. It's the result of two, three lockouts. <laughs> it's it's PTSD yes. when it comes to right into NHLPA, the scar tissue. right into right? it. Um, but there's some meat on this bone. Tell me about the, uh, the news that uh, essentially you broke this morning regarding the NHLPA. Yeah, so he had been, Marty Walsh, the former mayor of Boston, the current sitting U.S. Secretary of Labor, uh, he had been linked to the NHLPA's executive director job last week. I'm told that that is now a done deal, that he was waiting to get to the other side of Joe Biden's um, State of the Union address, where he will be in the joint session of Congress on Tuesday night, and then can move forward with the post. The uh, executive board of the NHLPA has given him the green light uh, to negotiate an employment contract. That's well down the track. And I'd expect an announcement, a formal announcement of Marty Walsh as the new executive director of the NHLPA, uh, potentially before the end of this week. And this is big news because it's a departure of the norm for the PA. One, Marty Walsh is not a traditional hockey guy. Uh, He has very little connection to the game outside of being a Bruin fan. Um, and two, he's not a lawyer. He actually, yeah. uh, dropped out of college, uh, joined the, uh, local Boston laborers union as a 21 year old became president of the union, uh, was elected to the Massachusetts state legislature. As you see here in 1997, uh, that launched his political career, which had included, uh, stops as uh, a major, uh, building and trades labor union leader. And that ultimately got him elected as mayor of Boston, a two-term mayor before leaving to join Joe Biden's cabinet in 2021. And now he's the first member of Joe Biden's cabinet to actually leave and take a post in hockey, which is certainly, as I mentioned, a departure for the norm for the NHLPA. So they go in a different direction. And what's fascinating about it is that this really only unfolded in the last three weeks. A lot of people believe that Uh, One of the finalists in former player agent and Vancouver Canucks GM, Mike Gillis, was 
the front runner for the position and was actually going to get the post. Um, I'm told that Marty Walsh in this case was in line to be the next chief of staff to Joe Biden. And when that didn't work out, uh, was open to the idea of coming to the NHLPA and it happened like that. Mm. Uh, they had a Zoom call on Friday to introduce him to the executive board. And now here he is. Uh, any concern with the ties with uh, the Jacobs family that own the Bruins and clearly are on the ownership side of this, you know, battle between PA, which shouldn't be battle, but it has been a battle. Uh, Jacobs a noted big contributor to his campaigns in the past. Yeah, I think the optics of it are not great. And I think perhaps what was most surprising was the fact that the search firm, the executive search firm, Russell Reynolds Associates did not really have an idea of that. I think that's in some people's minds, called into question the vetting process that Russell Reynolds uh, unfolded uh, here with regards to, to Marty Walsh. And look, it, it's not just the donations. I mean, Pinder, it, there's a ton of wealthy families out there that make political campaign donations all the time, may not actually support uh, that person or their politics, but are in a spot where, hey, this person could potentially do some good for me and my company. It's not just the donations. It's also the fact that the Jacobs family through their companies, uh, Delaware North, also organized fundraisers where way more than just the $13,000 that Jeremy Jacobs individually donated to Marty Walsh, then I think calls into question. You know, Jeremy Jacobs is the most powerful owner in the NHL. He's the chairman of the NHL's board of governors, the longstanding chairman. He is essentially Gary Bettman's boss. He uh, helps determine... Uh, the tenor and uh, attitude and approach with Gary Bettman in lockstep of what they'd like to accomplish at the bargaining table with the NHLPA. So if there is a tie and, and they are chummy uh, between Walsh and the Jacobs family and or Bettman, I asked Gary Bettman about that at the uh, NHL All-Star Weekend in Florida. He said that they've met a few times and, and didn't go into any other detail other than that. I think that's a, a major question mark moving forward, which is how close are they and what will that relationship be like as this begins to unfold? It's kind of interesting where you said he's not a lawyer. We're just so used to these guys being dull as the day is long, just <laughs> lawyers and they don't say anything and they're just, it's just white guys in a suit. It's, ugh. This is a colorful guy, right? Like this is an interesting dude. Yeah, I mean, look, he fully publicly acknowledged, and I wrote it in my story, that um, he was thrown out of a Bruins game for excessive alcohol consumption. Uh, that was actually one of the events that led him on a journey to recovery. Um, back in 2016 at the Democratic National Convention, he began his speech saying, my name is Marty Walsh and I'm an alcoholic. So he's someone that has resonated with the blue collar people of Boston. Uh, he's resonated with the police and firefighters and, and uh, the citizens of, of that city. And he certainly is colorful, but at the same time, he's stepping into a role that's way outside of his norm. Yes, he's been a union leader, but he doesn't know the ins and outs and how insular the hockey world is. He doesn't know how this collective bargaining agreement operates. He doesn't maybe necessarily know uh, how formidable a foe Gary Bettman and the league's owners are and how much leverage, frankly, they have. And more importantly, he probably doesn't know how apathetic 
or maybe he's beginning to learn that this union membership has been as a whole. It spoke volumes to me that of the 10 members that were on the NHLPA's selection committee uh, to go about this search process, they were all 33 to 35 years old. None of the young guys had stepped up to be part of that. None of the real big names. And that's kind of concerning to me in terms of how this union leadership begins to unfold as it goes in a new direction. Okay, we can move on. Two weeks ago, you're in Jasper, Alberta. It's very cold. This past weekend, you're in Miami, Florida. It's quite warm. Uh, did you get the chill? How did, how did your body handle that uh, shock to the system? Not well. I mean, you guys saw me. Uh, this guy is not built for the heat and humidity. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Uh, let alone when you got to put a suit on. So uh, there were some very moist moments, I would say. Yeah. And uh, like speaking of apparel, like are we are we gonna talk about your sunglasses? Like no, last so, I checked, there's only one Bob McCown. Or, or like, so you were. Uh, exactly? This is the Boomcat. You go down to the All Star game. Not so much your impressions on skills or the game itself, because everybody's you know everybody hates all of everybody hates everything. What but. A Getting around other media members and that, what uh, what are you hearing? Is there uh, we're less than a month to the trade deadline? Anything uh, anything you're hearing out there? Um, on the trade front, it's actually been pretty quiet. I thought there was a really interesting comment from Luke Richardson, the Blackhawks head coach, and he kind of perfectly summed it up when he said, "Hey, you know, um, I, I was talking to our GM and Kyle Davidson and." he said that he got a few frantic phone calls after the Bo Horvat trade, because I think there were a lot of teams that were surprised to see the Canucks pull the trigger with the Islanders. Like they didn't take the deal back and circle back to some other teams and say, Hey, we're thinking about, you know, this is, you know, we're going to pull the trigger on Bo Horvat. Now this is it. They didn't get a chance to kind of up their offers. And so now a bunch of teams had circled back to the Blackhawks saying, Hey, just making sure, like, are you doing anything on Kane and Taves in the next couple of days here? What about some of the other guys? And then as soon as like the answer was like, Hey, nothing's imminent. Everything just went back to being super quiet again. So uh, kind of the one weekend of the year that most NHL general managers get off during the season. And uh, I'd imagine that uh, while they were thinking about trades in their heads, I don't think there was a ton of activity on that front, at least from the people that I've talked to. I think one of the other fallouts of Horvat being moved to the Islanders and not a quote, capital C contender. Um, I don't feel like there's an arms race. Like someone's not going to be like, oh shoot, the Islanders got Horvat. We got to go get someone. Like they might not even make the playoffs. Whereas if this guy lands in Boston, now that Atlantic division, okay. If he goes to Colorado, I just, there's not really a trickle down effect of that trade, is there Frank? Not at all. I think it was kind of in a vacuum. Um, they were in a spot where clearly their push to make the deal was to, uh, increase their playoff chances and give themselves a shot to get in. And everyone else is kind of so comfortable that I don't even think even if it was to Boston, for instance, that you'd see a reactionary move out of Toronto or Tampa. That's not really their style. Mm -hmm. Those teams are going to improve. Uh, and I have no doubt that they will both make a trade at some point, uh, probably all three of those teams. However, I, I don't, given the lack of cap space and assets to go around, I don't think this year in particular is an arms race or, or something where teams are going to be reactionary to others. Just looking online now, I'm seeing um, Dylan Cousins signing with the Sabres. Yeah, seven times 7.1 rep for yeah. a guy that they love, apparently. 
$49.7 million. And what's really interesting about that, Rhett, obviously you've had a chance to see Cousins up close and he's had a fantastic season. He's a few years younger, three years plus younger than Tage Thompson, is that they were able to, I believe, leverage the Thompson deal and say, look how good this guy's been. He's on fire this year. Your contract at seven years, $50 million, needs to fall under uh, what Thompson's deal is. So he signs uh, for 300000 total fewer dollars, <laughs> and he'll have a chance uh, with the deal expiring. He turns 22 on Thursday. Uh, he'll have a chance in seven years' time to get another contract. To do it so again, yeah. Pretty Jeez. decent work, I think, for both the Sabres and the Cousins camp. And they get these guys locked up now at really Those, reasonable yes. numbers for the next Those number of years. Numbers. I, I, Sabres are the team to watch, man. I'm telling you that right now. Well, we joked years ago, oh, Patrick Kane's from there. He'll go back in free agency and those, ha-ha, they won't be good enough. All of a sudden, it's like that's quite a core, they, a young core they've built. And maybe Patrick Kane isn't the guy, but a, a really high-end free agent going to Buffalo wouldn't be crazy given the good cap work they've done. And it seems like a team poised to make that jump into the postseason in the near future here. In an odd way, I actually don't think they need him. Yeah. Um, they're in a spot where like, look at the year that Jack Quinn has had, look at the year that Victor Olafson has had on the right side. You've got Olafson playing in your third line. How much more product, like maybe you're hoping Buffalo, you get a shot in the arm from Kane, but his production right now as currently constituted with the Blackhawks is actually kind of on par with those guys. And yeah. you'd think that Quinn as your first round pick is just 20 years old and going to continue to develop and develop. That's been the big thing about the Sabres that I think is so underappreciated and special about the way they've built this is as all these other teams were blowing their brains out this summer, how many times did we hear about uh, the the summer of Pierre Dorian in Ottawa and then the moves and money that Steve Eiserman spent in Detroit? In the same division, the Sabres did nothing. They said, we're going to give our young players every opportunity. We are not bringing in any roadblocks. And now they're in a spot where those guys have delivered and they can continue to take off, and they don't need that outside help and influence. To bolster the team, sure, you'd like to try and do that, but I think they're perfectly comfortable to let the roll the dice and see what happens. I was just well, looking at their... I think they have the young, the youngest team in the AHL as well. Really? Raj? What a spot. I was going to say, I was just saying, so what can they do at the deadline? Who can they sell off? And they don't <laughs> really... Ocposo is a UFA... Gergensen's is a UFA. Sell off. They're adding, buddy. No, but, well, I just think in terms of as you're moving forward, they've already got three second-round picks in this upcoming draft, including their first. How do you if, – if you don't get in this year, how – you know, next year all bets are off, I would think. I was just wondering if there was a way they could stockpile something else uh, this year. You think they got a chance? I, I personally, I think they get in. Uh, I really? The way that they've played – their uh, their push has been legitimate uh, these last few weeks, and they're trending in an upward direction at the same time that Pittsburgh and Washington have sort of been very mediocre. And 
with how long in the tooth those teams are, like Buffalo, they're believing right now. I've talked to a number of players in that dressing room in the last few weeks. They think they're getting in. That's powerful when you have a bunch of young guys. And at the same time, you just think that those other teams, at least one of them might be a little tired, might end up where uh, the, the long season catches up with them. And, you know, they've not really been inspiring either one of them of late. What do you see with Florida? They got a big win over their rivals, uh, the Lightning, last night. Five points for Matthew Kachuk, but they have to clear two teams to get in, the Islanders being one, uh, Sabres, and then also a playoff team. Geez, they're way back. They are, and they've got a lot of work to do, but I think they've got the talent to get there if they can get healthy. The big looming factor from last night's 7-1 win over the Bolts is Alexander Barkov. He went down with a hand injury, blocked a shot. It was like this close to hitting his shin pad, and instead it hit him in the hand. Uh, He did not return to the game, waiting on an update today. If he's out for any significant period of time, I know he hasn't been the same this year. He hasn't been quite as good as he has been in years past, still 47 points in 43 games. That I think if they were somehow able to get healthy – get Barkov in there and Anthony Duclair back and Patrick Hornquist from the concussion, uh, they'd have to make a trade potentially to be cap compliant. But I could see that team being not all that different than Colorado and having an opportunity to reel off eight wins in a 10-game stretch to get themselves right back in it. It would be the end of an era with Pittsburgh-Washington if those teams fall out, Frank. It's been like stamp it revisit in a 17 decade 17 consecutive years for pittsburgh and for washington they of course missed in the dale hunter era but um yeah it's been a long Jeez. time since we've seen uh both those teams out appreciate you frank we'll talk to you next week have a good, good one to see you guys yeah, i'm uh i'm heading to the super bowl this weekend red it's <laughs> back to the heat the bills won't be there it's a dry heat dry heat there yeah, it'll be better yeah Oh, Rhett's muted. He yeah, you muted. Really Rhett's muted. I said I was in Florida. I wished you'd have looked me up. I was down there hanging out. Yeah, Frank. Could have watched. Could, could have come and watched some real hockey. The boys were playing. I, I just man. missed the alumni game. I, I frankly, uh, <laughs> you guys saw me on the pond and how ridiculously out of shape I was. I didn't really want to go see any old men play hockey anymore. <laughs> And uh, two, I, I never got an invite from you to go to the oh. Wales Rib. So, oh, uh, you're always invited. By the way, I also, not to say that a Warner squelches on his bets, but still haven't seen anything no. from the old, uh, the old Bills Stadium cancellation game. What's... Did I get your address? Oh, Jesus Christ. You did. I think you did. <laughs> It's all right. That's hey, like three I months ago. There is bud. there is no one greater at this shit than Warner. There just isn't. Didn't I? Did you? Did I fax you? I faxed you a check. I faxed didn't you I, check. Did I get that address? Sure. Uh, yeah, he's the best, Frank. The great ones make it look easy. I say it all the time. It's a gift. Enjoy, uh, enjoy Arizona. Who you got? Yeah. Oh yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. Go you Chiefs. Need to ask? Yeah, I know. He loves Mahomes, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 All right, buddy. Go Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. See you next week. <laughs> There he is, world traveler, eh? Just all over the place. Jasper, Miami, Arizona. That is quite a trifecta there. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's Mountains, desert, beach. Well done. Were you thinking of going? Because 
your brother is going to Buffalo this weekend, right? He's going to be there. You were always planning regardless to be there for Super Bowl? Well, if the Bills are in the Super Bowl, I'd be in Scottsdale right yeah. now. I'd be absolutely dialed in Super Bowl bound. It's Tuesday of Super Bowl week. Where would you be? Would you be at the W? Would you be in a pool? Would you be golfing? Would you be just filling your face at some taco joint? Give us a little skinny here. Uh, Probably a taco joint on Tuesday would be good. I might go watch the golf on Thursday. Yeah. Right? Isn't the golf on down there? I think it's the same weekend. I wouldn't miss it. Full chaos. I mean, if I was ever there... Yeah. And that tournament was on. Yeah, you yeah, have to in the city. You got to go. You got to go, guys. You have yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> Super Free Bowl. Tickets. I mean, yeah, I know, it? yeah, in a suite. Not... You are so disappointing. Sunday, this Sunday, it is the big game, and we are having the big game watch party at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. There is no reserved seating. Get there, get your spot. You know, unless you get some VIP seating. With uh, myself and Mr. Pinder. Oh. You need to put on your Twitter, your Instagram. Get on social media. Show us who you're backing. What are you wearing? What are you wearing for the big game? What do you got going for Sunday for the big game? Put it on social media and get Flames Nation involved on, on you know what they are, on the, on the social media accounts for on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And we're going to take somebody. We've got a table set up. I think there might be a wing or two complimentary two? i'm just gonna say but that's the only way you're getting reserved seating Played sit with me two. and pinder and watch the game on sunday otherwise by all means get there they've got the pitcher and wings special 12 dollars plate of wings pitcher of beer not each that's your total again i still think that's a typo but i'm gonna go and absolutely hold them to it we went and saw chelsea last week and I, we were saying we've actually had sure? some people reaching out so 12 bucks for beer and then the wings no no both 12 bucks gets you the beer and the wings they're floored by it she's like yeah it's a pretty good deal it's the inflation buster right there it's pretty good i can't afford not to just the whole day can't wait yeah. in addition they will have four draws of a hundred dollars in free slot play and a grand prize draw after the game is done a 65 inch samsung television and sound bar you can Rhett go was away last week we yeah. did double we did the back check uh, the tv works Rhett. So similar, but not exactly the same as your 40th. Yeah, you can trust Grey Eagle. Don't ever trust Rat. <laughs> shady, shady character. Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Check out the website. Get the details. And better yet, we'll see you there on Sunday for the big game watch party at the Stage Bar. <sighs> You're just embracing the shades thing, eh? Honestly, it's, it, it, it's slowly become a thing. With with the lights. Slowly. It was yesterday you put them on. No, you know what it was? I just, my eyes were, were starting, truly were starting to hurt. I was getting headaches after the show huh. and just looking, it's got to be squinting. And let's be honest, I look pretty, pretty goddamn cool. Looks really damn cool. Blue blockers, man. That's awesome. It's not blue blockers. Uh, it is. It's a is boom it? cat. That's what we call him. Where, where's get that fat guy a saxophone? Who's the where's uh, Bill Clinton? All right, come on her dress, nice, very nice. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all that. Appreciate it. Can't get that support everywhere. You did not have sexual relations with. I did not. No, I did not. Let's do the Pinder report. It's a presentation of Village Honda. They're online, villagehonda.com. They want to buy your car, loving the used cars, and they will. They'll get you the money in twenty four hours. 
bing, bang, boom. No hassle. A no obligation appraisal can be done today. We'll buy the Northwest Auto Mall, 7663 110th Ave Northwest, and uh, and see the folks there. They want your car. Why wouldn't you? Go get it. Why wouldn't you do it? For Village Honda, it's the Pinder Report. Fellas, last night, G-O-T-Y in Manhattan on Broadway at the world's most famous arena. That G-O-T-Y? Got, got, got all, go, go got over. Got a goody, got Greatest uh, of the... the, the Game of the year. Oh. Game of the year. Hmm. Don't trust me. Well, it's February. There's so, lots of time left this year. Take it from our uh, our colleague in Toronto, our, our overlord, benevolent overlord. I don't know what he is. Our uh, national sales weasel. What do we call him? He's a bit of a hack. Bit of a hack. Yeah, he's a bit of a sales hack. Don't you trust him. You know what him. he was? He was chiseling the officials in Jasper. That's yeah, what he was doing. Was. Tie game. Prick. Excuse me. Uh, happened to be there, our boy Seaborn at MSG. The, yeah, with people that had never been to a hockey game before. <laughs> Welcome oh, really? to the sport. What? And they can fight? <laughs> yeah. Pretty good start. Yeah. Unbelievable. He wasn't the only one. Elliot Friedman sort of had some similar vibes. Have you heard about Elliot? You, you, you know who he is? I've heard of him. Yeah. So he's like an insider. There it is. Maybe the best game of the year. M O T B G O T S. Maybe the best game of the season. This is heavy stuff, guys. It's too much stuff. Yeah. But uh, the first period had everything. It's well, the game, the game, just because I was playing catch out, I was saying earlier, I was on the PVR. It's like, God, I got, because I know, I know retro is going to be waiting for me on the yeah, back end right. of this game. Yeah. So it's scraps and penalties and all this. That's why the game took forever. Well, let's revisit some of the highlights. Um, if there was one player that impacted the contest more than any other in the near 65 minutes of play, his name was Jacob True, but there's no doubt about it. And lowering the boom early set the tone. Uh, let's let's revisit some of the highlights of the contest. This is 1-1 uh, in the first. Keep your head up, dubes. Oh! Was that Manch? No, it was... No, that was Dubé. And then Tanev. So why is Tanev coming in there? Well, he's the closest guy to it. He's a great teammate. But goodness, he's just coming off IR with that what we think was a shoulder issue. I mean, was anyone else terrified for his health when this happened? You do not need to be fighting, sir. Oh, and he'll play through anything. I didn't think so either. And ironically, if we watch the replay again, Truba gets stick up first. Truba sheds mitts first. Truba starts throwing first. It's a clear fight, and yet there's an extra two for roughing on Tanev. Huh? <laughs> I mean, they just never call that. It's essentially an instigator, of which the Flames have had zero called all season. Then again, we haven't seen many hits that heavy this season. We would later in this contest. Spoiler alert. Uh, Sammy Blay joined the hit parade. I don't know that I've seen Milan Lucic get rocked like this before. Have you, Dino? Sammy Blay is, is a hard hitter. It- now, predatory, that, that whole thing, predatory hit for sure. Clean. But he uh, he can level guys, and Luch was not happy. And Flames got another extra two here, which I get. That's a hit that was deemed clean in hindsight. Yeah, if this was your first ever NHL game, Are you'd you kidding be, me? Uh, yeah, you'd be, what the? You're like, what is happening? And then Uyghur, some rookie that's the size of a house we've never heard of, he gets tunes him up, starts yelling at him. Starting the lawnmower on this kid. No kidding. Whoopty. Anyway, this, again, we're like early on here. This game hands. had everything. I don't like what they got their bare hands down on the Watch ice. out. Watch out. Watch out. 
Yeah, isn't that scary when you get the, all those skates around there? Ugh. Yeah. Oh, skates all over you. Yeah. Who is Milan Lucic going to eat for dinner? Well, why has he got his gloves on? Well, I mean. Oh, did no, he get popped? He got him. Man. You don't see that often? That's a big man he sent down to the ice there. Now, any problems with the hit? Some are saying it's a high hit. Or anybody have a problem with it? It's heavy. He's trying to hit him. It's a contact sport. Milan, keep your head up. And I'm not worried about, no you know, problem. oh, he's, he's, you're not preying on a 230-pounder. Wait, weaker to lefty, eh? Uh, it's those hands. Damn, again, lefties right? hate lefties. Yeah, they're the worst. Uh, and I don't know that, that I... That's scary, right? Oh. Yeah. I don't know that we have it in the rundown, but I'm going to try to throw a curveball at Adam, uh, excuse me, at Alex here. Can we see the big hit, the hit? I mean, we had... Uh, here it is. Yeah, so this is Kadri later in the contest, and I don't know that you've seen a heavier hit in the NHL this season. Kadri bounces right up after his head bounces right off the ice, and Dylan Dubé, first man on the scene, not unlike Tanev, offers to dance, but Jacob Trouba's finger- fingerprints are all over this contest, fellas. The only one that's comparable is Reeves yeah. against Reeves Detroit. Reeves on... Yeah, uh, it was Hronik. Yeah, Philip Hronik. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Hronik, I was, th- I was yeah. thinking Minnesota, but it was Detroit for sure. Reeves playing for Minnesota. There you go. Um, unbelievable contest. Mix in. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, A goal that was certainly directed in by a skate, but wasn't a kicking motion. And if you're at home and you're thinking, man, I just don't know what's a goal and what isn't. I mean, how can you know if the NHL doesn't even know? This is clearly a coin toss, right, at the control center? Again, I'm watching and I'm catching up on PVR, and I see the goal go in, and it's, well, it's not going to count, so I'm just skipping ahead. And as it skips ahead, the play is underway, and the goal has counted. Yes. Back it up, back it up, back it up. What the, like, what are they looking at? How is that? Jesus, like, what are we looking at there? So that is a goal, but the Blake Coleman one in game five against the Oilers is not. Welcome to your NHL. Like, 
they don't have a clue. They need to make a clear rule that's easy to understand. They don't have a clue. And yeah, look at that. So the Italians could use some finish, right? I and I think that all those goals should be allowed. Like that, to me, is a why not? It's not a highly skilled play, but why shouldn't that be allowed? Under the rules, I don't think it is a legit goal. <laughs> Even though it was called, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a solution for everyone. Can we try it on for size? If your blade's on the ice, it can count. If you lift your skate off, yes. we worry about injuries, no goal. Is that not really easy? There's no but gray isn't, area. Isn't that kind of where we're his at His heel's right now? on the ice there. So the, but the then, you're, the then you're going to be backing it up. Is his blade touching the ice? Well, what do we have now? What was the process last night? I don't even know what they're looking at. You just have, It has to be, if it's off your foot, no goal or absolute goal. Yeah, and so in, in a league where they're starved for goals and the league office wants more scoring... Why is it so fucking hard to count at a goal when it goes in off a skate of something last night, apparently? It's, yeah. Good luck figuring that out. The league hasn't yet. Uh, let's go to the OT winner. We showed it uh, out of the gate. Uh, Rhett was uh, wondering about the Manjapani back check. Lots of back checkers. And I'm Watch wondering the what the hell Zadorov's doing not hitting the brakes immediately. But either way, um, yeah. Zadorov gets back. Lafreniere, the pass. Right there. Oh. Markstrom, Lafreniere, Hang. Markstrom did get a 10. Did you notice that the... I did, and he would have gotten life yes. in prison if that thing would have impaled the ref. He's getting good at those uh, break the stick on the bar. He doesn't need many second chances. Some of the new Can goalies to it. Say, I hadn't noticed it until that view right there. I don't know why I didn't pay Ooh. attention to it. What in the F is he doing on a two-on-one? Zadorov? Well, he <laughs> took the shot. <laughs> um... But not the man? No, he didn't take anything. It's not ideal, It's Rhett. definitely not. That, there's been a lot of those. Rasmus like, Anderson had a couple. Down That's why I was asking right you here. earlier. Right here. Wait, wait, down, lay down. That's why I wondered maybe if you'd marinated on it a little bit and you yeah. watched it a few times, like, oh, do you still hate Manjapani on this one? You or? can dislike what Manj does, but it's not the principal concern I have on the play. <laughs> And I, I, I felt, I felt I for Markstrom. It, he finally got some run support. Boom. Yeah, I know. But that's five. <laughs> he's got to feel like he's cursed. We, Rhett and I were talking about an afterburner. Yeah. You get one goal, uh, run support, you allow two. You get four, you allow five. He just can't seem, it's that shell game. He can't seem to get it figured out. I feel for him. Where, where would you go in net? Both of you, right? Just quick thought. Detroit Thursday, and then they have that afternoon uh, matinee in Buffalo. 10.30 our time, 12.30 Buffalo time on Saturday. Those are the next two on the road trip before they go to right. Ottawa. I said yesterday, I said, I'd go back with Markstrom. I liked his energy. I thought he played pretty good. Battles. And I want to give him the chance to get a win. Do you know? Me too. I, I just play him. Yeah, I mean, I think... Unless it's, I, unless I think, it's a, like a complete dumpster fire I think Daryl... I mean, we're asking two questions, I suppose. What do you think Daryl's going to do and what would you do? They might be the same answer. They might not. I like the performance from Markstrom. I also like a guy that's got a point in each of his last, what, 13 or 14 games? That's good too. I think he'll play Buffalo. Bladar. Well, is it a, a matinee in the middle of the road trip? I mean, what do you, of course you use your. What was. Like, that was the yeah, thing yeah. in Dallas, remember when Vladar went in? Yeah, I could just see him loading that clip up again for Whoever us. Whoever starts, it was clearly the right. It was clearly the only choice. What you else are you going to do? <laughs> it's yeah, the middle of a road I mean, trip, a matinee. Come clearly. on. <laughs> Come on. And what was this thing last night? The road trip? Oh, yeah. Oh, so this is classic Darylism. You'll love this, Rhett. He's like, well, it's a five-game road trip. we got three out of four points so far. 
five. So he's counting Seattle he's counting and Seattle then a nine day break. vacation in the middle where, where the guys came back to Calgary and skated as a group. So one guy went to the also game and they came. Well, yeah, it's the second game of the road trip. Durr. <laughs> you can't write this shit. Why are you guys so stupid? <laughs> three out of four. You're really going to critique this, huh? He's not wrong. Hey, question, yeah, three of a possible you? four. Two what, tough buildings. What a road trip. They've been on the road for, I swear, it's two weeks, dude. <laughs> I know. Come up here. Yeah. Fucking Daryl, I love it. Okay, that was last night's game. Let's look at the standings, the aftermath. Uh, the Preds play tonight, and they are right there. I know we're looking up. The Flames could check the rearview mirror as well, as uh, Nashville ain't going away. The points percentage is pretty close there. Yes, Calgary's in by points, but we're smarter than that. Colorado has three games in hand. Do we think they're going to get more than one point in three games in hand? I would suggest they would. In fact, they play Casey DeSmith and the Penguins tonight. They could be in to play back, get those points tonight, no question. They got to get points. They got to get rolling. We asked, Dean and I spoke yesterday, Red, I want your opinion. Four-game roadie, I know Daryl says five. Four, <laughs> eight points available. They have one. What constitutes a successful road trip? How many out of eight points are you happy with? I said last night, I think they got to get five out of the next six points. So that would be a six-point uh, road trip. Six. And we kind of yeah. thought six would yeah. be a good against road trip. This. So that's two wins and a against overtime loss. <laughs> Sounds yeah. on brand. Yeah. Now, I, I think these are all tricky games, too. I don't think any of these teams make the playoffs, but Buffalo's feeling great. The Wings have some serious but, weapons, and Ottawa has been feeling vibes the last two, three weeks. I would say they've got a real advantage in Buffalo. And we'll probably talk about it on Friday a little bit more, but I think that's Buffalo's first game back. Oh, is it? And it's a 12 o'clock start. Yeah. It's a 12 o'clock start. And I just, I don't think that's ideal for any team to have to deal with. Now, that being said, there's a bunch of young punks on that Buffalo team and they seem to enjoy being at the rink. So anything. <laughs> You never know with that sort of group. Yeah, and, that's fair. And if you want to go ahead, you go to that Ottawa game. It's on a Monday night. They'll, yeah. they'll have been on the road for over a week by Last that of point. a road trip. And then the first game back. <laughs> Not ideal. You're right, though. It's, you can't lose to Ottawa. You got to beat Detroit, and you're right. You got to find a way to get a point out of Buffalo. I, get I don't disagree with you. You... You lose to teams like Chicago and you squander points. And not to say they did last night, but now you've put yourself in a spot where you really need to beat the teams that you feel you should. And you got to get a little bit of lady luck along the way. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, by the way, more Flames Rangers breakdown. Make sure you check out Afterburner. It's up on anywhere you get your podcasts, YouTube as well. Boom and Rhett last night. Good chats on uh, where Markstrom's head's at. Uh, the overtime winner, Jacob Trua being a wrecking ball, and I'm sure other topics covered as well. Yeah. Uh, look at these two good-looking so fellows here. Yeah, look at us. And the lights must be low in your room. You're going no shades there, eh? It's a different lighting. There's a soft, a big soft box. It's soft a softer box. thing, yeah. yeah. Love a good song. Okay. Uh, we'll move to NHL news. Uh, just as the show started today, breaking news, Dylan Cousins, 7 times 7.1. We touched that with Frank as he joined the program. That's Tage Thompson. And Dylan Cousins locked in for the next seven years at very reasonable numbers. Uh, you got to like what the the ten year outlook is for your Sabers, right? I mean, maybe it's a little uh, ahead of schedule this year, but they are in great shape moving forward. They found guys that want to play here, and they've built up a pretty good talent base. And I think that those guys in five years are they're going to be the, you're going to be looking at those contracts going, what a steal! Yeah. Yeah, I think you already are with with Tage, which is incredible. 
Uh, you guys remember when the New Jersey Devils had the uh, the New Jerseys that were black and white and it just said Jersey on it? So it was the Jersey Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then we made the pant pants jokes and the, the skate hat, skates. Hat. hat hat. Well, we've got a Jersey hat and you're going to like it. Oh. This is uh, apparently for the hardest working member of the New Jersey Devils. It's a, it's a Jersey hat hat hat. It's a hat hat hat. Yeah. It's a Jersey hat hat. Um, and incredibly oversized. I don't know if they remember when baseball tried to put helmets with like hats over top of them for the pitchers. There's a couple of guys tested it out and it looked completely ridiculous. Like someone was in Mario for a moment. Um, I'm all about this. We've seen hard hats. We've seen firemen's caps. We've seen, you know, fur coats that the Jersey hat hat is pretty darn good. I saw there were some in the NFL this year and I forget there was one player. It was like his buddy. Who makes them? Yeah, sure. So he's turned his buddy into a millionaire by wearing these big stupid hats because he was uh, he got it started. That's a good hat hat. And I believe that's uh, that's a brat. brat. That's a brat hat. That's the Jersey hat hat that went to Brat, who didn't get the hat trick but scored the OT winner over he Medicine did. Hat. No, it was Vancouver. Okay, next Tortorella penned a letter to Flyers fans. He can soft. John Tortorella penning a letter to fans. He's challenged the leadership group. He's saddled the youngsters with big minutes he's happy with how things are going this is step one mm. where job's not done look at torts eh it's very untortsy right his media interactions would be the exact opposite of this but people inside of the torts bubble say this is exactly who he is so um, oh, i'm sure i'm sure it is but that he would he would be this compelled public, to right? do it yeah like is this his idea is this somebody else's idea you know what do you think of the idea i don't know you better not be getting soft on us Rhett. We need Tortsy to be fired up. That's well, city. I'm, my initial thoughts were the same there, where it's like, is this the team telling him <laughs> to do this? And we'll write this letter for you. Just sign your name. But I feel like Torts would, upon hearing that, immediately punch that person yes. in the face. <laughs> I'll write the damn smash letter. their head on the. Yeah. If I'm doing a letter, I'll write my own effing letter mm-hmm. or take your letter and F yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's buying it. So I, it must be his. There's no way somebody else is telling him how to do it. AHL All-Star Game was yesterday in Laval after the skills competition oh, on the yeah. weekend. Matthew Phillips, Calgarian, representing the Wranglers, and Dustin Wolf, some little-known seventh-rounder who's clearly too small to be a good goaltender. Um, let's visit uh, Phillips mic'd up. In fact, they're both too small to play pro hockey, guys, clearly. Uh, Phillips was uh, wearing the mic and had a little fun in Laval. Hmm? A couple hard rims from you, or what? <laughs> we could probably fade this down a touch. These guys have both had monster seasons. Phillips, uh, leading scorer in the league for long stretches of the season. Wolf's been the best goalie in the league after winning that award as a rookie last year. And uh, a couple pizzas trying to do it. You know, this isn't the sexy travel league, Dean. This is commercial flights. This is buses. This is half-filled stadiums. This is such a good kid. Both these guys. Weather the storm. So good to see these guys get rewarded for their excellent seasons by being at the showcase event. Great crowd in Laval. These guys try. I don't know. Try at the All Star Game. Generally speaking, I don't think anyone tries at All Star Games, so I don't really want to. Probably get one here. Like if you're an NHL scout, you're not going to watch this, right? This isn't a top prospects game for the CHL. Uh, Ah. We need one more sandpaper on this team right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
They would be missing a little grit, the old uh, all-star roster, right? And uh, we'll yeah. skip forward. Here's a goal. Do you want to guess who won MVP of the game, fellas? The guy that gets all the awards and only all the awards, Dustin Wolf. The Wolfman has been sensational. All he does is stop pucks better than everyone else in no matter what league he plays in. And I'm not here to say he should be in the NHL now. I think this is an absolute perfect place for him at this juncture. Uh, a best-case scenario for this organization would be have three netminders, Markstrom, Vladar, and Wolf, all have very strong finishes to the season. You may have a serious cap pinch coming at you, depending where the cap ends up this next year. Flexibility is good. Options are good. Uh, it looks like Vladar and Wolf have had really strong seasons thus far. Um, we'll see how Markstrom wraps it up. But uh, this is this guy will factor into the NHL roster at some point here. And he just keeps winning goalie of the year, no matter where he plays. Back-to-back -back years in the Western League, rookie in the American League, oh which is almost God. unheard of. Here we go. It's coming. You like having prospects, right? I, it's fun. You, this is just quite a soapbox. We, you're, you're, we got it. <clears throat> I, it's exciting. It no. is exciting. It's okay. very good. good. I don't want to curse him. I'm sorry. I'll move on. <laughs> it's just, yeah. <clears throat> um, I, you, you, it's, it's the pin report. I shouldn't. Uh, no, hey, I'm, I it feels like you're, you're beating us down. I, I'm with you. I think I, I hope for nothing but the best. Yes, and I'm not saying bring him up now. Like this, that's no, absolutely not. Yeah. What's it gonna take? Well, let him finish his second pro season ever. There's a pretty we'll cool revisit. video on the Calgary Wranglers Instagram, and it's it's because you can see on that one, it looks like it's smoky in there. Like, has everybody got darts going or whatever? <laughs> it's Laval, but it's a low shot from kind of the back, not right behind the net, but off to the off to the, to the right. I guess it would be. It almost looks like an oldie time photo. You know, when you see everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. in the, wearing the suits and all dressed up and it looks, it's a really cool thing. And it, watching his, his movement is, is awesome. The, the guy's lateral movement, just how he moves in that crease. Mm -hmm. If you go to the Wranglers uh, Instagram and check it out, it's kind of a cool vid. He's won everyone over that knows goalies. I'll tell you that he's had a sensational run here. Okay. Uh, quickly to the NBA, just cause I love this shit. Uh, Damian Lillard, very good at shooting the basketball, which helps when you're in the NBA. Uh, but geez, I mean, it's just showing off now. Look where he is on the court. Let's pick this up. Dame's got the nice shoes up top there. Like that's the logo at center court. They're being very conservative, of course, with his minutes. I'll just take it. No one open. Time running No big deal. Yeah, there's 11 seconds left. I mean, if you don't see anything you like with 11, you may as well just haul it from half court. How much is that worth? Is that five? Like, what's that worth? Oh, uh, it's, I don't know how these guys do it. Why is he shooting it from there? There's 11 seconds left. That's what's so ridiculous. Oh yeah, the shot clock running. No, it's not. <laughs> you can do a million things in 11 seconds. He's settling for that and swish, doesn't even touch the rim. Love it. Um, a sad note to finish as um, World Cup, we saw Canada go over to Qatar and Sam Etikube was on the pitch for Team Canada. His brother Elijah's played for Calvary. Great Calgarian family. Mom is uh, on Twitter cheering on her sons fiercely. Sam's team is playing in Turkey. That's his pro team when he's not with Team Canada, obviously. Major earthquakes there. They're actively looking for some of his teammates in rubble. Sam is tweeting and on Instagram, so we hope that's confirmation that he's okay, but incredibly scary stuff happening in Turkey. So, um, you know, sometimes we don't hear about all this stuff. We're, we're stuck in our own little bubble or we're talking about whether 
Sammy Blaze hit was clean, but that's incredibly scary. Um, sports don't matter that much stuff. Watch these ta- watch these buildings just disappear, Rhett. Like, oh my goodness. So that's in Turkey in the last 24 hours. So we hope with over 5,000 casualties confirmed already that, uh, man, you hope everyone that, that has a chance to be saved is, and I, I'm, I don't even know the words. I'm stammering here. That's, that's an absolute tragedy. Don't usually end on a somber note. I apologize for that. No, usually it's a, it's a lighthearted kicker. Yeah. That's, that's not a, a kicker. That's not a kicker. That's a kick to the balls. Pinder Report brought mm. to you by Village Honda. The all-new CRV hybrid has arrived at Village Honda. Stop in and road test it today. To the shades, we it's can't north, tell that you're crying now. The Northwest Auto Mall, and of course online at villagehonda.com. I didn't mean to come at you about Dustin Wolf. It's just you, I, you, you get you get going. I do. That's what I do. It, it was yeah. It it is. It re- <laughs> I'm not offended. Is it? <laughs> but um, I just see some people screaming for no. You know, I was like, you don't have three goalies up. What are you talking about? You don't buy out a goalie midseason. Like, think people. Give them a full second season. Are people really, like, that's... I just see a lot of... It's the same kind of conversation. Like, why didn't Milan go fight Trubas? Because they didn't need another minor. I understand you're frustrated, you're emotionally invested, and it looks like some flames got punched in the face or drilled to the ice. You don't just grab someone and fight anymore. That's not how this league works. You can try it, and you'll lose the game. And you won't get a point, and you'll spend the rest of the night in the penalty box. We talked about it on Afterburner last night, Retro, and Uyghur actually had some comments afterwards, paraphrasing, that this, we're, we're going to stick up for each other and we mm-hmm. love each other in this room and it's, in, in a way, notice that uh, we're not going to be pushed around. Those sorts of things can galvanize teams when they need to be brought together and it feels like maybe this is a team that could use some sort of a bond mm-hmm. inside that room. Well, I, I, it was the emotion for me. They finally had some emotion that you wanted to see. Now... I don't know if they they had to get it drug out of them a little bit by Truba and some big hits, but so what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy with that. Now they got to follow it up with a win. Hundred percent. It means nothing if they're listless and flat against Detroit on Thursday. It means nothing. Exactly. Exactly. And that's been the trend is to get a little flat. Yeah. So we. Boy, three out of four points against left. Kraken and the Rangers. Yeah, That's really guys, nice. What are you worried about? Two and then games they into just this zoom trip. out a bit. Oh, you, you barely got past Columbus and you lost to Chicago for the second time. No, in the month. No, it's no, been no, a roller coaster. No, not that at all. McLeod Law. We talked about, uh, I guess we brought them up last week. They uh, personal injury lawyers, McLeod Law, Peter Klein, great guy. Online, McLeod-Law.com. They have been, they're a Calgary business, born and bred, deep Calgary roots, taking care of uh, the people in our city, taking the stress off of your shoulders when it comes to personal injury and all that sort of thing. And they wanted to kind of, if, 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 if there's a chance, uh, relive a little bit of Calgary history. Get some nostalgia going, by, yeah. right? It was on this day for McLeod Law, February 7th, 1988, a young Joe Newendike scored his 40th goal of the season 40 as a rookie passing Eric uh, Vale for the VL Vale for the uh, for the rookie record for the Calgary Flames he had 39 Jeez. Newendike hit 40 on this date back in 1988 to set runway, the huh? new rookie record ended up with 51 goals in the 87-88 season 
That's a good rookie season, right, Rhett? 50 plus? 51 goals remains the Flames' rookie record for goals. It, it's The problem with that is it's it's hard to duplicate, right? The bar is set a little <laughs> That's high. That's a big problem. Here. But he <laughs> did exactly that yeah. the next season with another 51-goal season, which is amazing. <laughs> in his rookie year, in 75 games, 51 goals, 92 points. It was his second-best year of his career. Two years later, in 89-90, he had 95 points, just better than that that rookie season. That's quite a – that's kicking the door in. That's that's making the team. Get yourself a place, Joe. That's – he got to play with Lanny McDonald. He's lucky, fortunate. There were so many good players that I don't think they get enough credit. 51. We, we forget how good, like, Joe Mullen was. We forget how good uh, Sergey Makarov was. Hawk and Luby, the only sweet ever to score 50. Al McInnes' numbers are ridiculous. Multiple 100-point seasons. Gary Suter in his shadow put up monster numbers. I, it was ridiculous. I understand it was a higher-scoring era. But some of the numbers that crew put up in the late 80s, preposterous. Played with Lanny. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, anybody's going to be able to score. Take care. Be easy. If I play with Lanny, yeah. There you go. This date in uh, 1988, Joe Newendike set the Flames rookie goal record and then obviously would add to it, but he took it over on this date back in 88. That is a presentation brought to you by McLeod Law. Call Peter Klein, 403. 254-3864. You can follow them on social media all across your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at LLC, or on their website, mcleod-law.com. It's Klein with a C. C C-L-I-N-E. C-L-I-N-E. Calgarians working for Calgarians. Love it. People with, you know what? More people involved with, uh, luckily, involved with our show. For us or for them? Where their heart... No, it's us. Yeah, I think so. These people have their heart in the right place. I like this memory lane stuff. Feels good. I'm trying to think where that would rank all time. 50 goal seasons for the Flames. I feel badly because it was kind of brought to my... Attention? Attention yesterday that we maybe didn't reach out to our buddy in Buffalo upon hearing that there was an earthquake in Buffalo that... We oh, just kind of a lot of heart. Oh, I think he was in the air, wasn't he? Well, even later, I don't think we. Hey, is your family okay? Hey, is your house okay? Hey, is everything? We just kind of oh, earthquake, uh, potential uh, natural disaster in Buffalo. That's where Rhett lives. End of thought process. We kind of joked that you know there's lake effect and now this, <laughs> and that you're landlocked and yeah. it's miserably cold and windy. And again, why? And even with even when the snow hits, just massive, massive snowstorm. People are stuck in their houses. They can't get out for groceries. There's power outages. Rhett lives in Buffalo. End of transmission. Rhett, I I feel bad. We we should have checked in on you. We care. We care about you. It would have meant a lot. It would have meant a lot to me to hear you guys reach out and just (laughs) support. Yeah. Concern. Anything. Instead, Pinder was giving me shit for not going to the pub to watch the game last night. I was lightheartedly trying Paid to help this you. this fancy but, hockey uh, yeah. package. I think I what we got to figure out for you. Grumpy. MSG and Empire would be the local networks there. See, there it is, 3.8. Now, what's 3.8? I don't want to make, like, we just saw a serious earthquake. That, a lot? that, that feels like something. Now, apparently, 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 listen, listen apparently. It's, it's different. It, it goes up, like, from Four to five is an order of a hundred magnitude, not wow. just, yeah. it's not 
So it's a big change from one to the next. Yeah. So. On the YouTube chat, Kim is saying, I'm just glad that the photos behind you. Did you have to put them back up on the wall? Did you replace the glass in those masterpieces? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They somehow survive. Ah, very sturdy build. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Long nails. Yeah. Put them right into the stud. They were fine. They were just fine. But, um, so, I mean, you know, whatever. It's, uh, we, we care about you. Now, you know, we'll bring it to, we'll bring it to the show. Yesterday, so you have, what do you have at home that you're living in Buffalo for the, for the package to watch NHL hockey? Because you're, you're still just as, you're just as involved and invested in Flames hockey just because you're living there doesn't mean anything. So you get home yesterday, you're going to watch the Flames game, but you can't get it. Why would you, why would that game be blacked out for you? I have no idea. And I have a, I've got the ESPN provides the NHL package down here online. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've, I've got that. And then I've got another streaming service that gives me local, which would have MSG and empire. And they were carrying tennis matches, mm. but my father-in-law who has just, just local cable had the game. So I went over to grandpa. <laughs> See, this is a regional blackout. This would be like going to your, uh, you know, NHL website to watch uh, the flames when it's on Sportsnet West. It's regional. It's shitty. It's how everyone yeah. makes money in the NHL. Sorry. It sucks, Rhett. So we got to be careful. You're, are you going to go to the Sabres game on Saturday, that midday start against the Flames? Because you're running into the same issue, I'm guessing. Hmm. Yeah. But the Sabres games have been played. I've got them on here. I'm before. just saying it's, uh, yeah, okay, that's interesting. I Do you know wonder. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's I understand what you're saying, but it doesn't always add up. Anyway, I might be in, uh, I don't know, kids probably have a game on Saturday. You got to get your kids playing in that Scottsdale League or something. Get the hell out of there. Eh? Get some more heat. I didn't think you were coming back. what, that Florida, Florida, the Florida Alliance. They're looking for players. Maybe you have to get the kids mm-hmm. involved down there. I'm just going to draw the curtain back a little bit for the uh, the listeners and the viewers. This, as of uh, about 6:20 last night, game started. Warner has a uh, a screenshot of his uh, of his laptop or your is it your te- your laptop? Is that where you're going to watch? This event has been blacked out no, in your area. I was area. watching on a TV, so it's on. And the 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 note is added. Um, um. He then adds another one or select broadcast. It's blacked out. You're not going to be able to. Uh, not ideal. So Pinder says MSG or Empire. Rhett says, I don't have. Get to ye old sports bar, says Ryan. Rhett, which sports bar do you recommend? Ryan, the one with the game on. Rhett, I'm going to ignore you and your fucking stupidity. Ryan, I'll stop trying to help. Rhett, Rhett has left the chat. <laughs> Rhett has left the chat group. So that's uh you know, it's we're we're friends, but it's it's tough sometimes in it's in the serious. old barn, yeah. It's very serious. Well, you know, I had a tough day yesterday. I, I woke said, up it felt like it, yeah. and I'd fly back to an earthquake zone and I hadn't eaten all day. Well, yeah, yeah. Kids BS and all that home repair, right? You come home, there's mm-hmm. been an earthquake, you're yeah. Stop. Pipes are burst. I get 
fixing shit left and right. It's terrible. All right, a couple things here before Just we glad they don't uh, play the Rangers again. Fuck. Before we get out of here, Venan over. We're one week out. One week ah! to Valentine's Day. One week. It's bad. One week. Can you talk to Justin for me? I talked to Justin. I was texting with him today. Justin from Venanova. Venanova.com. Don't screw it up, boys. I said, what do you, what do you, what do you want to do something uh, Valentine's Day, right? He says, how about this? How about online, use the Barnburner promo code. Barnburner. We're also going to throw in a high-end box of chocolates with your purchase. Not the shopping aisle at the checkout No, chocolates? none of that... Uh, not the mini eggs okay. or anything like that. Yeah. Not the Halloween, leftover Halloween candy. No, some Reese's <laughs> pieces and, and some... some expired mini chocolate bars, honey. I love you. I, but I, I don't like... What's the crunch one? That's the one that's, that always lasts at our house. Not Crunchy. Captain Crunch. Crunch Munch or whatever the fuck it is. It's terrible. Anyway, uh, high-end, really nice uh, box of chocolates plus your purchase. It's online with the promo code. Mm-hmm. Or if you go in store, say, hey, barn burner. Heard you heard about Vinanova on Barn yeah, Burner. Yeah. Want to take a look around with your purchase, the chocolates, and maybe you're uh, maybe you live in Buffalo, maybe you live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They're gonna ship it to you. You're within the city limits. They're gonna deliver it to you. Deliver it like that. This is Justin, dedicated to the Barn Burner faithful. Vinanova.com, lab-grown diamonds, Calgary's only lab-grown diamonds specialist exclusively in lab-grown diamonds as much as 80 percent off in some cases for this stuff it looks awesome it's a huge hit i know we do one more bling for the ring guys came through it uh at christmas maybe you didn't do it at christmas now you make good with Nova for valentine's day one week away and uh yeah don't again you're going to steam in there on the 13th or 14th? Don't do it. He'll, he'll help you, but, I mean, it's going to be busy. You know how it rolls. Get ahead of that this week. Let's go. Now, we all did jewelry for Christmas for our... We did. Big hit. We don't big have to. Big hit. Does that carry us through Valentine's Day? I like, that was big. The was problem big is we've set the bar high here, Rhett. I think we might have got ourselves in trouble. We don't have to go back. I don't have to go back. I think we should go back and just... Probably should go I don't back. think you want to. We've got a good thing going. Let's keep it going. People are happy in the house. Happy, right? Happy's good. Good. Happy's very good. You know who likes chocolates? Ozzy Sheila. Goodness. Is that right? Unbelievable. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. It's a win-win. Before we get out of here, we'll do our Betway bets of the day. We've got six games in the NHL. Flames obviously off until Thursday. I uh, I'll start us off. Go on. The, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, sour. Oh, they, they got, should be sour. They got thumped. They got S-pumped. By the Florida Panthers last night, 7-1. to one. Oof. Tonight, they host the San Jose Sharks. The Edmonton Oilers, they're in Detroit to play the Red Wings. So here's what I'm doing. I'm taking Tampa versus San Jose, minus 1.5, a Lightning victory, plus 100. I feel like, that you're, I feel like that's, come on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's San Jose and a sour Tampa team. At home. At home. Setting a tone here. Is Tampa Bay close to San Jose? I don't believe it's close. They're both near water. I don't think it's a boat ride, though. Meanwhile, Stamkos playing for the Lightning. McDavid, he's an Edmonton Oiler in Detroit. Heard that. McDavid, Stamkos, both to score at least one tonight. 
plus 275. I am loving my bets of the day. Loving them. Well, I'm going to go to a different game. And I'm, I'm back in one of, uh, well, I, I hope he'll be one of our boys one of these days. He's Calgarian. He's probably the best defenseman on planet Earth. It's all Kale McCarr all the damn time tonight. Casey DeSmith. Casey to Smith your pants. He's been awful this year. As Jari's not quite right, they recalled Dustin Tokarski. Kale McCarr, anytime goal, plus 240. Couple points, plus 250. We hit one of these in this range on the Blake Coleman goal yesterday. Let's keep her going. Kale. All hail Kale. Wipe out, eh? All hail Kale. That way, bets of the day. B19, get it on your phone. Be responsible. All that sort of thing. We were were concerned for Kale McCarr uh, when he wiped out. Thought he was going to hit his head on the boards coming around this corner. They put some pads down there. That's a good idea. Got to sharpen those skates for the poor guy. God. Now, Hugh, you mentioned the big game last night. Florida, Tampa. I think this is sneakily one of the best rivalries. Maybe not sneaky anymore, but like if you could only watch one rivalry in the league, it's Battle of Alberta's great. You know, Boston, Toronto's always got a little juice. Tampa, Florida, awesome. Remember they had these fights in Orlando in the preseason last 100%. year? They've met in the playoffs the last two years. Uh, man, All-Star game just happened in Florida. Feels like interested in all time. I 7-1, five points for Kachuk. Guess how many they squeezed into FLA Live Arena. It says 15,000, but it was a lot less than that. 59,000? 15,000. Oh. I was expecting it to be a much lower number. Oh. The visuals were horrendous. I like see. Half full, but uh, feel, should, okay. respectable. If you got to sell that out, come on, guys. Well, and Jitterbug had a big victory at the him and uh, huh? Jitterbug and the uh, Panthers mascot, Stanley C. Panther, won the uh, dodgeball shootout mascot shootout. How'd Harv do? I feel like Harv's not getting much love these days. Don't sleep on Harv. Harv was half-assed in it. Oh, Harv was half Come on, Harvey. He was good for a while, and then he disappeared. It's an ambassador for our city. It was good. It's more than just yeah. you, Harv. Like, literally, you're the only Calgarian he, he on the ice fi- at that point. He was fine out of the gate, and then uh, all of a sudden, you didn't, re- you didn't know. Where- yeah. What's he doing? He- Still roaming around with John? no shirt on? Yeah. Back to the so, obviously, you were down there, all-star. We didn't really talk. Did you go to the game? Just the skills? What did you take in with the kids? Oh, we ended up at the skills because Jovo had five seats for us in his suite. So oh, the Jovo suite. We freebied our way in there and uh, got fed and watered and got to, you know, interact. His brother was there. Eddie's brother hadn't seen Eddie's brother for two decades, so got to visit. But it was slow. Oh boy. Yeah. Like really slow. TV time. Oh, way it's... worse live. <laughs> way worse live than on TV. Well, I saw it because I watched it. It was a condensed thing the next day. And they showed from the time Fiala took his first twirl in the fastest skater to the next one it was 44 minutes. What the hell are we doing? Were they cutting to live stuff on the, or the tape stuff on the beach? Like it was weird every LA King player going. Or, no, it was 44 minutes between Jeez. skate one and skate two. It, I, I mean, I'm not going to, it is what it is, but for the kids it's, it, it well, really they're trying, is. but it's painful. Yeah. I do enjoy grown adults filling their diapers over the all-star game, not meeting their standards though on Twitter. That's, uh, it's one of my faves. Or treating it as if it's a big deal. And it's and that they're the target audience. Like it matters. Like, oh, this this uh, 48-year-old man, uh, we better adjust the rules so he likes it more. 
Horvat one last time to uh, to Elias Pettersson. What a great goal! <laughs> All right, that was the game. Never mind skills. <laughs> so Pettersson went hard a shot. That was impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. great. See, I thought you'd have a little bit more color. You look kind of, you look kind of gaunt. That's the, it's got a hat and shades on the whole time. I'm guessing. Is it your liver? Are you having liver failure? You look like shit. <laughs> no, you're I'm a little good. yellow. My liver, actually, my doc. My doctors, every time I go for my checkup, they're just, I don't, I don't want to jinx it, but boy, they're like, wow. Just blown away. Your lifestyle? Yeah. Your liver is yeah. functioning superbly. Yeah, they call, him, they call him the Greek god. Yeah. What? Hey, uh, Zeus is in again today. Get ready. He's set some more records. Now, see, that's a departure from probably about 12 years ago, because I remember when we started doing the radio show, you went to a doctor's appointment, they told you your body, you had the body of a guy who was about 30 years older than you were at the time, wasn't it? That was, it was, that was, that's true. Uh, I forget who. It was some weird calculation they yeah. did. It wasn't a good number. I was no. 76 10 years ago. So that was I, the wisdom of a 76-year-old. Think of all the knowledge that, you know, to travel in the world he's absorbed. My telomeres are too short. I don't know. What yeah. can I tell you? Yeah, I was going to say. They Telomere? Look, they look a little bit too short. That'll do it for today, everybody. That's Barn Burner. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, good, good luck with all the, I know, home repairs. Uh Full day of getting everything back. Oh, no, T's and P's, Rhett. Yeah. T's and P's to you. We'll be back tomorrow. That'll do it. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Order suck. <laughs>